Welcome everyone to Tamarelic Adventures, a show bringing you information from all across the far reaches of Tamriel. I am your host, Eric Rasulior, and today my merchant friend and I are walking through the Rothgar region, which is historically known as the home of Orsinium, where the orcs have been located, although by the time of the fourth era they have since relocated and i got my merchant friend with me merchant how are you doing today this one is a little cold although it must be hard without a fur coat yes ah i'm pretty bundled up i knew what to expect coming in here so merchant what do you think about the orcs this one feels a little bit of a connection to the orcs oh yeah yes Khajiit have historically been misunderstood and mistreated by most people of Tamriel. Orcs are kind of the same way, no? Yeah, you're not wrong. And we'll get into that when we get into the orcs. But historically, the orcs have been almost treated like another beast race. Nothing against beast races or anything, but it wasn't until recently that the orcs were treated as a normal race and not just a cousin of the goblins, which isn't really true. But again, we'll get into that. So let's get into the news and then talk about the orcs. Alright guys, so let's get into the news. The biggest news is that QuakeCon is upon us. Yes, QuakeCon is going to be Friday, August 7th, Saturday, August 8th, and Sunday, August 9th. And Bethesda has a pretty big panel there. So, I mean, it's obviously going to be at home. So, turn in to twitch.tv slash Bethesda for all the events and i'm going to post a link to the schedule but there's going to be a lot of stuff going on with fallout elder scrolls prey doom eternal a lot of streaming is going to be featured also if you watched my live stream um, that i did with fresh tomatoes it wasn't on my feed it was on their feed on youtube but um we did the um movie title game and one of the guys that was on there was ken from chad fallout 76 story so they are going to be featured um as a part of QuakeCon on saturday august 8th but he's got another show that he does with mr robots and dave chaffins from the um cryptic cast which i think there's a new name for that i need to look at that um but he is going to be um, there also as a part of the Fallout Hub. So that's going to be really cool. So definitely check that out. Um, as far as my gameplay, there was also an update to Elder Scrolls Blades, which I posted on the last one. Um, just for uh, clarification, the... Cryptic Cast turned into Mystery Time Live. I apologize to those guys for not remembering the name off the top of my head. But 
Yes, Elder Scrolls Blades had an update, which I mentioned on the last episode, but it is now live. It's the events quests, which are challenges, and <laughs> they are no joke. Even on easy, those challenges that are no joke, you got to make sure you're prepared for those. I was getting my ass kicked a lot by those. I had finished them, but I needed to revive myself a few times with the two that I did. So... Um, if you still play Elder Scrolls Blades like I do, make sure when you take on those event challenges that you're properly prepared. So, um, I've streamed some ESO and, um, I did some Fighter's Guild quests and Mage's Guild quests. So you can check that out on my Twitch page and I'll make sure to, um, leave the link in the show notes so um yeah played some eso and i did a little bit of the somerset storyline on pc but i can't stream that because i still am not able to stream from pc but i've been playing a lot of fallout 76 i'm now up to level 25 so i need to take on the quest where you get the excavator power armor so i can finally have my plans for the power armor station that I've been sorely lacking. Um, I am now friends with both the Raiders and the Settlers, and I made some updates to my uh, camp. I now have a Red Rocket garage so I can organize all my crafting tables in there. Um, the other thing that I have been playing lately. I played some art, or not art, but um, Atlas with my buddy Durka. And unfortunately, I'm not able to stream that for whatever reason. He thinks that the game is just, it doesn't allow for streaming very well with the Xbox. But um, the other thing that I played with him, and I was able to stream a little bit of this, although Twitch, for whatever reason, doesn't recognize it from the Xbox, is grounded so if you're not familiar with grounded it's basically honey i shrunk the kids turned into a survival game so they allow up to four people per game if you're playing multiplayer um there is a single player option but it's always more fun with friends right so i was playing with durka and his friends uh chaz and kylie and we were in the starting area. Oh, I, I think it's technically the starting area, but it's the backyard of this house. But like I said, it's very, 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 very similar to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids to the point where I'm kind of surprised that there is no copyright infringement unless they do have an agreement with them. So we were scrounging along, searching for crafting materials. So... We were able to craft some weapons, some tools, some armor and all that. And we kept getting attacked by giant wolf spiders, which apparently aren't supposed to be there that early in the game. So it is quite fun. If you would like, it is... I mean, it's still definitely early access to the point where like, it crashed on me a few times. But, which is one of the reasons why I stopped streaming it, because it kept kicking me out. But uh, it is free right now if you have Game Pass. 
and if not it is thirty dollars so but it's definitely worth a check like definitely check it out and play it because it is fun we probably spent two or three hours playing it so anyway um that's really it as far as my gameplay um i did play some eso so i definitely need to stream that more because i come to find out that if you do watch my stream with when i'm streaming eso i have twitch drops on there so if you do play on if you do play eso and you have your account linked to the bethesda website you or if you have your bethesda account linked to the twitch website you will get drops so um i found that out with my friend cheering one from the hive community she alerted me to the fact that she was getting drops and i also get drops when she gets drops or whenever somebody else gets drops so um yeah that's about it so let's take a short break where we hear from my sponsor anchor and let's talk some orcs Stay tuned. Alright, so let's talk some orcs. The orcs are also called Orsimer, or Pariah Folk in ancient times. And as I've said in other episodes, anything with mer at the end means elf. So, believe it or not, the orcs are actually a race of elves. And <laughs> although the uh, elves typically don't associate with the orcs, but um, they are a sophisticated, brutish uh, group of elves from the Rothgarian Mountains, which I mentioned earlier in the episode, the Dragontail Mountains, Valenwood, and Orsinium, which literally translates to Orc Town. They are notable for their unshakable courage in war and their unflinching endurance of hardships. Orcs have elven blood, which I mentioned earlier, and are usually considered to be both beast folk and goblin kin, which I also kind of mentioned at the beginning of the episode. So, it was, yeah, it wasn't until recently that they actually kind of got some sort of rights by the Empire. They, up until recently, were considered beast folk, and based on their appearance, like a almost like a race of goblins. In the past, orcs were widely feared and hated by other nations and races of Tamriel. However, they slowly won acceptance in the Empire, in particular for their distinguished service to Emperor's legions. So, serve in the Empire, serve the Empire in the wars. I guess you get your acceptance prove yourselves in battle and there you go orc armors are prized for their craftsmanship and orc warriors in heavy armor are among the finest frontline troops of the empire they are fearsome when they are using their berserker rage which is usually what their greater power is and it, yeah basically it ups your damage and ups your um Resistance, I guess. Orcs have a lifespan similar to that of humans, and most imperial citizens regard orc society as rough and cruel. The orcs of the Iliac Bay region have developed their own language, known as Orcish, and have their own kingdom, Orsinium. 
Orsinium is in the, the Rothgar Mountains up until like the fourth era. And the Rothgar Mountains are in northeastern High Rock, believe it or not. So, yep, they're settled up in the... It's very snowy there. You actually get to see Orsinium in the Orsinium DLC for ESO. And I've played through that. It's pretty fun. I think I mentioned that on the podcast. Where, yeah, you go up to Orsinium and... King Karak is in the process of rebuilding the city that because it had been ransacked. So, also, yeah, as I kind of mentioned earlier, orcs are also a lot of orcs are very great smiths. So, you see a lot of that in Skyrim. So, Orcs were supposedly created when the Daedric Prince Boethia defeated the Almeri god Trinimac, transforming him into Malakath and his faithful Orsinir, Orsimer, sorry, Orsimer into orcs. So <laughs> there are a lot of stories about this. A lot of I think I mentioned this in the Dunmer episode, but Boethia actually ate. Trinimac and his excrement, his poop, turned into yeah. That when Boethia pooped out Trinimac, that became Malakath. <laughs> so um, whether or not that's true, who knows? But that is the legend of Mal- how Malakath came to be. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it gets crazy sometimes. When the transformation occurred is unclear, but orcs have been inhabiting the Iliac Bay region since the early years of the First Era, despite the general consensus that is how orcs came to be. There are several sources that speak to orcs being present in Tamriel long before Elven arrival, and thus before the orcs' supposed creation. One source even goes on to speculate that perhaps the myths were wrong and that orcs were an aboriginal, 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 oh, aboriginal, so ab-original. So the orcs mentioned in the texts of old were a separate orc, cursed folk in Old Maris. Some reports say that orcs were in Morrowind acting as raiders and mercenaries as early as First Era 700. It is known that the Aldmer had already colonized the mainland of High Rock during the Merithic era before the orcs were said to have appeared. They were viewed as a constant threat to other races, especially after the regatta drove many orcs out of Hammerfell and greatly strengthened Orsinium. Several kingdoms banded together in High Rock and destroyed the first Orc kingdom in First Era 980. Without a home, and prejudice against them was even greater. Several cities named Ursinium were built and destroyed after the fall of the original settlement in mid-Second Era. Ursinium was controlled by the Daggerfall Covenant and was given to Kurog Grobagra. Clan as a reward for helping King Emmerich defeat the Ransar, the King of Sornhe- Sornhelm. This is uh, 
kind of what goes on during or before the Orsinium DLC and ESO. Kirag then became king of Orsinium, which subsequently joined the second Daggerfall Covenant. The, yeah, the Daggerfall Covenant, that's all part of the ESO Three Banners War. Another incarnation, sometimes called Nova Orsinium, was created by Gortwag Gronagrum of in third era 399 he gathered enough power to force uriel septim the seventh to formally recognize orsinium as an equal of the emperor as an equal of other sorry as an equal of other lesser kingdoms of the iliac bay region during the warp in the west orsinium was one of the four kingdoms to gain control of numidium conquering the surrounding kingdoms and Barneys of and swearing loyalty to the emperor. Early in the fourth era, Orsinium was a, was once again sacked by the Red Guards and Bretons and presumably eliminated. And many orc refugees were escorted to Skyrim by the Imperial Legion. The kingdom later reformed in the mountains between Hammerfell and Skyrim. So let's talk a little bit about their society. I talked a little bit about it, but not a whole lot. So it wasn't until I played Skyrim that I knew that orcs typically have strongholds that are separate from the rest of society. So even in the time of Skyrim, there's still a lot of prejudice against orcs. So... Even though Orsinium is considered the home of the orcs, they are known to have settlements all around Tamriel. At the time of Kirog's rule, the whole of Rothgar was dotted with orc strongholds. The Isle of Betany was inhabited by the Seamont orcs in the mid-second era. Orcs often settled in Skyrim, founding strongholds like the Dershkin Yal, Largashbur, Narzilbur, more Kasgur and Cradle Crush. The height of orc power in Skyrim came in the mid-second era when Yagnash Kroyusgur, God, these words are hard to pronounce, established the entire chiefdom in Falkreath before he was killed. Many tribes inhabit Valenwood, and known as collectively known collectively as the Wood Orcs whereas Iron Orcs inhabit the Dragontail Mountains, particularly the region known as Upper Craglorn. Orc region, sorry, Orc religion centers around the worship of Malakath, which, yeah, that's, uh, hence, I mean, their creation had to do with Malakath. So, yeah, when Malakath was created, those who, the elves who followed him became Orcs. Orc, so, Orc religion centers around the worship of Malakath, the Daedric Penance of Outcast, also known as Mulak or Malak. The stories recount that Boethia ate Trinimac and excreted the dung that is Malakath, as I mentioned earlier. Although Malakath derides the story as being too literal minded, a religious order known as the Wrathful Flame bind Malakath's anger to the failures of the orcs and the destruction of the first Orsinium. Through a pyre-burning ritual, Malakath seeks to fuel his followers' vengeance every generation. 
The orcs have considered themselves outcasts like their deity ever since, and it is reflected in much of their culture. For instance, unlike other races, the orc tradition is to have weddings take place at midnight. At the time of Kirox Orsinium, the orcs of the Daggerfall Covenant claimed that their god Moloch had nothing in common with the Daedric Prince Malkath, but many other clans disagreed with that view. Yeah, that was a big struggle in the Orsinium storyline is a lot of like he was trying to go back to the basics of their religion and the rest of the clans didn't really agree with his point of view. Near the end of the third era, Gertwag Gronagrum promoted the idea that orc worshipped orcs worshipped Trinimac again instead of Malakath, which they're kind of one and the same. I don't really understand that, but yeah, Trinimac became Malakath. A proposition which the majority of orcs within the city Orsinium agreed with, agreed with this, while the majority of them outside Orsinium considered it blasphemous. Traditional orc society is centered around stronghold settlements, each one striving for, to, for complete independence in all matters. Orc society is based on polygamy, a stronghold tribe is controlled by a chieftain who is the literal alpha male. No other males are perm permitted to take wives or father children. The chieftain is replaced by whichever one of his sons grows strong enough to challenge and kill him. The strength of the tribe and the favor granted to it by Malakath depends heavily on the personal strength and chieftain. So, and you kind of see this in, um, yeah, so where each wife of the chief has a specific role. There's the warrior wife, there's the smith wife, there's the wife that's job is to bear children. So it is interesting to see this in the game. The Law of Oryx is based on the Code of Malkath, which is an unwritten law. The Code prohibits things such as theft and unwanted, un unwarranted violence, but also places heavily, heavy emphasis on honor and personal strength in resolving conflicts. Orcs do not use imprisonment as punishment who, to those who violate the Code must each either pay material compensation or pay a blood price which entails allowing the one they have offended to spill their blood until the price has been satisfied. Some orcs use a scale for weighing out blood price amounts with different gold weights labeled chief, wife, and warrior. In other cases, some orcs keep a detailed record of all the grievances and insults their family has suffered with dates, specifics, and planned responses. Orc women are expected to contribute to the strength of a stronghold, such as men, warriors, hunters, and herbalists. Traditionally, the orc's art of smithing is one done by the women, and a chieftain's second wife is called the forge wife. Sorry, forge wife, not smith wife. For this reason, a wise woman handles the tribe's spiritual matters and healing needs. However, orcish society is still very patriarchal. All stronghold women are either wives or daughters of chieftains, with the exception of the wise women. 
who are mothers of the chieftains. Daughters of the chieftains are usually traded to other strongholds to marry other chieftains. However, many orcs seek to escape traditional life of strongholds. Orc women may want to escape just being another wife to the chieftain. They leave to join the Imperial Legion, see the world or otherwise seek their fortune. Some eventually return to the strongholds, but many do not. Orcs who do not want to live in strongholds are diverse derisively, 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 I think is how you pronounce that. They're derisively called city orcs by those that do and are considered soft outsiders, just like non-orcs. Given their history of provincial homelessness, frequent military service, and the demand for craftsmanship, it's not surprising that orcs have traveled all around Tamriel and are now a commonplace sight among cities throughout. Still, orcs who live in the cities with other races are likely to face prejudice. Their appearance makes interbreeding with other races of Tamriel so rare that it is commonly thought impossible. Orcs are famed for their skill in smithing, particularly with the metal called Orchilum. Orchiclum? Yeah, Orchiclum, I think is how you pronounce that. Which they use to form armor and weapons. The resulting armaments are heavy and require great endurance to wield, but offer peerless strength and durability. They often work with ebony and have a unique skill for toothing, tooling sorry, leather for exceptional flexibility and, to- and toughness. There are orc languages, but I'm not really going to get into that. There's Old Orcish and Modern Orcish, and if you want more information about that, check out the UESP article. So, yeah, like I said, I didn't even really know that orc strongholds were a thing until I played Skyrim. But if you play ESO, I highly recommend playing the Orsinium DLC. You learn a hell of a lot about orcish society and culture. So, yeah... King Kirog's mom was the wise woman, and he had, I think, two or three wives. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think he had, I want to say he had one uh, forge wife and then two of the warrior wives. So, um, yeah. That's about it as far as orcs go. Um, you kind of feel bad for them because they're outcasts, but at the same time, or they they are kind of outcasts, but at the same time, not a lot of them do a lot to battle that. Um, it is good that they are now considered more than just another, I guess, beast race. I, I feel bad for the beast race like Argonians and... Khajiit but I mean I guess it kind of is what it is I mean at least there are works that want more than just a stronghold life and do try to get out in the world and and, like mix in with society so like I said I 
definitely recommend playing the Orsinium DLC just to experience what that's like. Um, so, like I said last episode, I'm going to be doing kind of a bi-weekly schedule now instead of a weekly schedule since I don't have a co-host for Nintendo. Um, and I don't want to burn myself out, so... I'm doing an episode of Nintendo Next, which definitely check out that also. I'm going to be starting a new series on Fire Emblem now that the series on Animal Crossing has ended, which Animal Crossing just updated. <laughs> so now you can have fireworks and you can visit other players' islands and dreams and stuff like that. So that that's cool. And you can also save or um, back up and restore your island if you happen to lose it. But that's for Nintendo. Um, yeah, definitely check out Nintendo. If you also want to get a hold of me on social media, I have a Twitter and Instagram for the show. Twitter at P, Instagram at Tamarelic Adventures. Um, there's an email for the show which is podcast at gmail.com. I am going to be, I'm in the, I'm starting a discord for myself with um, this show and Nintendo. So I'll leave a link for the discord in the show notes. So you can like, it's still a work in progress. I need to get better about just a little personal note here. I need to get better about using Audacity. So I've been recording everything in Anchor, and I need to grow as a podcaster and get better with the technologies. So I am starting a Discord. All right, I have started this Discord. It's still a work in progress, as I said. Also, you can follow me on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash And I do have a channel that will alert you when I stream. If you don't follow me on Discord, or I'm, I'm sorry, on Twitch. Definitely follow me on Twitch, though. I stream all sorts of stuff. I'm going to be streaming more down, uh, sorry, Grounded and Fallout and Elder Scrolls. And I streamed a little bit of Batman Arkham Knight. So I'll probably be playing that more too because I have it on PC, but I haven't finished it. But I do like Batman Arkham games. Anyway, sorry for rambling there. Um, yeah, next week I'll probably, let's see. Don't have a lot of races left. Let's do, I've got Argonians and I've got Khajiit and then some other extinct races. Let's do, let's go to Argonians next. So... Check out my show Nintendo next week where I'm going to be probably t- the end of this week since I'm releasing this on Monday. Um, yeah, I'm going to be starting Fire Emblem and then the next episode of Tamarelic Adventures will be Argonians. So until then, stay safe, adventurers, and be careful how you treat other people. All right, take care. Mm-hmm.